signing and the singing, uh, worshiping, and just love to hear the voices come out. And I'm thinking, oh my Lord, never knew that was in there. And uh, so we, we definitely, as Sister Kayla said, want to continue to pray for our church, pray for the family of Christ, pray for our pastor and first lady. Uh, she definitely included every part of that prayer that we needed to trust in the Lord and draw nearer to Him. So thankful for that. I love sincere prayer. But, uh, and I can, uh, I can definitely relate uh, when it comes to prayer and being, when every, every prayer I'm put on the spot, because if it's corporate prayer, then I've got to pray something somebody else got to hear, you know. <laughs> and uh, it just it's, it reflects how you talk to the Lord. So I'm thankful for that. I have a, uh, a few announcements. I want to go ahead and bring those out now. Um, as as I said, we did have our Christmas program. It was wonderful. We have a service coming up this um, Sunday. Sunday, which is the twenty uh, fourth. That will be Christmas Eve, and on that day, we're going to have a single service, 9.30 a.m. So we want to get that information out to everyone that there will be a 9.30 a.m. service on December the 24th. No 11 o'clock service. No 11 o'clock service. And so please spread that word that there's no service. Uh, no 11 o'clock service that day and also December the 26th no service no service on December 26th which is that following Tuesday and so and then to follow that December the 31st we will have both services and the uh, 11 o'clock and it says here 2300 that's an 11 o'clock p.m. service uh, Praying in the new year and joining in and bidding farewell to 2023. Yeah. I see eyebrows raised, noses. I even saw some noses twisted. I was wondering, what kind of, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> so 9, 30, 11, and 2300. I want to bring that out uh, in our service uh, by way of uh, our announcement so that everyone gets those. So please spread that word. I mean, I'm ready for the word of the Lord. Amen. 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 The Lord has anointed our speaker, uh, an individual that I'm very familiar with is going to speak with, with us tonight. Definitely anointed. I was, uh, I was a part of a church staff for a few years, full time. And, uh, you know, what a great opportunity. But, uh, during that time that I worked at that church, um, Sister Parks was there, and uh, I, by being her husband, I had the opportunity to go to the general conference and all, and she was, a, she's anointed. That's, that's the best way to explain how Sister Parks speaks and worships the Lord, how she prays. Um, she is anointed of the Lord, and I think that that comes from some know her as a teacher because she teaches by profession, but uh, I would say that her gift is through compassion, through compassion and caring for other people. 
She always approaches situations with care for others. And uh, even though she's titled a teacher, she teaches with compassion and uh, care for others. And through that, the Lord anoints her to be able to care for others. Another point in that that I see in prayer is she's an intercessor. Intercessor will uh, sacrifice, if you will, herself or others, even in prayer, considering each and every one of you and uh, even myself and my family before she considers herself even in prayer. Accessory type prayer that is need to be gone go forward. Sister Parks will stand in. I know many times you may think, what is she going through uh, by the way that she prays? Because she prays with such passion. But sister, there is nothing wrong. Just so you are, if you ever can wonder about that, like what is she going through that we need to be concerned about her for? She's interceding on our behalf before the Lord. And the Lord definitely does uh, respond to those prayers. Uh, tonight, we're going to ask that Sister Parks, and there's one chair up here just for her. She got the, she's going to have the floor this evening. It's such a pleasure. I love how she approaches the word. Uh, without Sister Parks, I would not even be standing here. She witnessed me. She took time to show me the word and how we live according to it, and uh, and she continues to hold that standard. How many know you need a standard in church? Uh, you need to hold on to it. One thing that and and she'll she don't mind me having a little bit of time on this microphone. <laughs> you ready, Sister Parks? You got a lot to give us, so she she told me to sit down. So I'll bring her on up here. <laughs> One thing I learned about standards. Uh, you see in the military and even in churches, uh, anytime a standard changes, then you start seeing a lot of changes follow that. And so Sister Parks does not vary away from the Word of God and living there accordingly. Sister Parks, come, teach, yeah. preach, sing, testify, whatever the Lord puts on your heart, please come speak that to us. and speak to everybody. With children, that's like having fun to me. But I know when God speaks and I need to answer with a willing yes. I'm going to sing a song, and it's going to be very brief. I give myself away. 
virgin girl, and she was engaged to a man. He was most likely much older than she was. In history, in that culture, uh, overseas, Middle Eastern culture, in their history, long time ago, probably still going on now, I don't know, I'm not over there, so anyway. In the history, a young girl between the ages of 12 and 16, in that age time, those ages, she was engaged to be married or already have gotten married. Married, possibly, at this time, teenage girl. She would start her day like she normally would every day, possibly doing chores around the house, helping her parents, maybe daydreaming about her wedding day, daydreaming of how Joseph would be, or daydreaming about what Joseph like or what he don't like. She was being a typical teenage girl in that culture, in history. One day, suddenly, something happened. Something changed her plans. Angel Gabriel showed up. He said, hello, Mary. You are highly favored of the Lord. You are blessed among women. Whoa, an angel. Come and tell her, out of all the women in the world, she's blessed, yeah. out of all of them. As a teenager, you see an angel come and speak that to you, yeah, you're gonna be like, whoa, what is this? Oh God, help me right now, what is this? As I researched and studied or whatsoever, Commentary would say, they actually, when I read it, said she was brave. But when I read the scriptures, it said that she was afraid. She was basically surprised. You know, all of us would be surprised if we see an angel, right? And then he come and tell you, you, you are, you know, blessed among all women in the world, you know. But the angel began to speak to her. And I'm going to read Luke chapter 1, verse 30 through 33. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. That was a message from the Lord to Mary. She was shocked. She was stunned. But at the same time, she possibly was, whoa. What am I gonna do with that? This angel is telling me I'm getting ready. I'm I'm getting, I'm I'm gonna be pregnant if she wasn't pregnant at that moment. The Holy Ghost was gonna come and overshadow overshadow her, 
and she was going to be pregnant with a baby. Let's keep going on further and see what Mary said after that. But even though the angel spoke to her the word, the word had already been spoken hundreds of years ago. In the book of Isaiah chapter 7, it speaks of her bringing forth a child. Y'all can go back there in your own time and read that because I got a lot more reading to go on to. All right. Mary, after hearing this, she still had, some, had a question. Her question was, how? How can this be? How am I supposed to have a baby? I've never, ever been with a man. Come on now. Even she understood, you know, how that happened to some point. She even said, how can this be? I've never been with a man. And the angel continued to speak the word and the will of God to her. In Luke chapter 1, verse 35 through 36, and the angel answered and said unto her, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. So the angel told her how it was going to happen. And the angel also let her know, hey, I'm testifying to you. Your cousin, which is an old woman, she pregnant. She's six months pregnant. You haven't even seen her. So, Mary has heard the word of the Lord. The angel assured her that you're not in this alone. Let her know your cousin, all, there's something going on with your cousin too. There's a miracle that has happened. There's a miracle that's happening in you right now. Mary's faith was high. She believed the word from the angel. And what did she say? She said, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Your will be done, Lord. Yes. That's what God wants from us, is a willing yes to him. Mary knew that her life would be at risk because in that time, they could have stoned her to death. She's showing up in front of Joseph and her bell is showing. Joseph's eyes wide open like, whoa, Mary, what have you done? But I thank God for the confirmation of his word because the word was also confirmed to Joseph. Even though Mary said yes, she did most likely, she was most likely ridiculed. Her friends that she were close, that she was close with before, turned their backs on her, I'm pretty sure, because of that culture and their custom. Mary, that didn't matter to Mary. She heard from the Lord. 
Mary knew the will of God in her life, and she was willing, a willing sacrifice to be used for a greater purpose for all of mankind, could, so all of mankind could have the opportunity of salvation through her unborn child at the time, Jesus, our Savior. In Romans 12, 1 through 2, Therefore, I urge you, oh, I'm sorry, I'm reading from the Amplified Version. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies, dedicating all of yourselves set apart as a living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God, which is your rational, logical, intelligent act of worship. Sacrifice. It's an act of worship living sacrifice, an act of worship, how we live our lives before the Lord, an act of worship. And do not be conformed to this world any longer with any superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. Mary became a sacrifice, a living sacrifice. She surrendered unto the Lord. She surrendered unto the plan of God, even though she really didn't even know what to expect even in the beginning. There is a purpose and plan for each of us that God has already in the works. Yeah, we're sitting here in Bible study, but God has a plan. There are things that God has in store for our lives that we possibly don't even know about yet because some of us may be in a ministry that don't mean that that's where you're going to stay. We have to become a living sacrifice and put ourselves before God. And when he say do, when he say go, we got to an answer. It is our choice. Yes, it is our choice. To be a sacrifice, to surrender to the plan that God has for us. In Jeremiah 29, 11, we all know that. For I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster to give you a future and hope. That's what he wants for us. But he also wants us to, to follow what his plan is for us. We know in the end what our destiny is. Is and that is for us to be with him forever in heaven. But before we get there, we have to be a living sacrifice. We have to open up our hearts and our minds to the Lord. We have to get to a place in our journey, in our walk with God, where when God says, I need you to pray. 
this time of night or early in the morning. I need you to fast this time or this long because something's going on and I need you to be before me. Strongholds need to be broken. Chains need to be broken. I'd rather be in the safety of the will of God and have front row seats to see how the Lord uses me. Saints of God, we haven't seen nothing yet of what God has in store for us. But it is written in 1 Corinthians 2 and 9, it says, For it is written, for as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God had prepared for them that love him. We love the Lord. We have to love him with our whole hearts. It's not about how good you are or your status. It's not about what degree you have. A pastor in Mississippi told, he said, get your degree and get over it. <laughs> That's what he said. Because there's something beyond that degree. There's a place in God that that degree can't get you to. So it's not about that. It's not about where you live. It is not about your past mistakes. It's not about your hurts. It's not about your insecurities. God already knows all about them. Yes, even in that, he still wants to use you. It's about the anointing and the call that God has upon us and the work he has called or is calling us to. Even Paul, a great and mighty evangelist, great and mighty missionary, even Paul said he didn't come with excellency of speech or wisdom. He also said, I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling, but in the demonstration of the spirit and of power. He, though he was in his flesh and he had to deal with the trembling and the nervousness and the shakiness and all the different things probably, possibly going through his mind, he still understood that it's not by power and it's not by might, but it's by his spirit. And he humbled himself and allowed himself to be a living sacrifice in order for the spirit of God to be, and the power of God to be demonstrated in his life. We may not always understand all of what God wants us to do. That's not what's important. He's more concerned with our willingness to trust him in our sacrifice, our surrendering, as we walk in faith and obedience. Yes, you will see the manifestation of his power in your life through willingness, through being a willing sacrifice before the Lord. 
When God speaks, he will send his word to build your faith, to encourage you and build you up that you will be confident in the Holy Ghost, the power of God within you to accomplish the work. In Luke chapter 1, verse 28, God sent his word to Mary through the angel Gabriel. Gabriel, sp Gabriel spoke faith to her in, the reveal in, in revealing her calling in that time. He had to speak faith. He had to tell her, don't be afraid. God is with you. He revealed to her calling to be the mother of the Savior, the Savior of the world. Even in that, fear did try to creep in. But the angel assured her to not be afraid. How did he assure her? He assured her through the word of God. And the last thing that Gabriel told her. He said, Mary, for with God nothing shall be impossible. And after that, in verse 38, that's when Mary said yes, because she heard the word of the Lord. And I, there are many of you that I have heard you testify and testify of what you have heard the Lord said to you. And I have a testimony of that too. That when I was in trouble, didn't know what to do, frantic, being dealing with anxiety in the situation, didn't know what to do. But when God spoke the word, one word, faith soared. Faith soared in my spirit. And I knew that God was in control. I knew that God was going to work this situation out. I knew that my God would not fail. Thank you, Jesus. We can't allow fear to grip our hearts from being a willing sacrifice. Because I can tell you, fear will trap you. Fear will put you in a place where it just feels like everything shuts down and you won't do anything. In Proverbs 29 and 25, it says, the fear of man bringeth a snare. That snare entangles or entrapment. That's what snare meant, means. Entangles, entrapment. You're trapped up. You can't move. You can't do anything. Your mind is clogged up with fear. You're afraid to move. You're afraid to speak. The fear of man bringeth a snare, but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. And there are so many people that deal with fear where there's depression and, and all of a lot of different mental things that go on in people's lives and fear is involved in it. But I thank God for the word of God when, he, when God's word says 
that he has not given us the spirit of fear. He's given us power. We got the Holy Ghost on the inside. He's given us power. He's given us his love, and he's given us a sound mind. We are safe in the will of God. We are safe when we become a living sacrifice. We are safe because he is right there to lead and guide us through whatever circumstance, through whatever calling, through whatever ministry he has for us. Mary made a choice to believe and be a living sacrifice for the glory of God to be manifested in her. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 3 through 6, when I came across this scripture, it really helped me to do what I got to do tonight. <laughs> and it says, if in fact, oh, I'm sorry again, Amplified Version. If in fact you have already tasted the goodness and gracious kindness of the Lord, come to him, the risen Lord, as to a living stone which men rejected and threw away, but which is choice and precious in the sight of God. His own people denied him. But with God, he was precious in his sight. You believers, like living stones, are being built up into a spiritual house for a holy and dedicated priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices that are acceptable and pleasing to God through Jesus Christ. For this is contained in scripture. Behold, I am laying in Zion a chosen stone, a precious honored cornerstone. And he who believes in him, whoever adheres to, trusts in, and relies on him, will never be disappointed in his expectations. So if we, as people of God, humble ourselves, and when God calls us to do something, or wants us to do something, wants us to take something off, wants us to turn away from doing certain things, and want us to be a living sacrifice, it, the scripture lets us know that we will never be disappointed in his expectations. We will be blessed. We will soar. We will grow higher heights and deeper depths in him. We will see things and experience things that we have never ever experienced. And the, and the people in the world, they can't relate to that. Because of the spirit of God on the inside of us. Because of that calling. He's calling us to our higher place in him. And even like Pastor had talked about us fasting the beginning of the year and how it's going to be a little different. And the way that different sound like is that, yeah, it may be shorter than 
the fast may be shorter than what we normally do it. But I thought about that. And even though it's shorter, what are we going to continue to do after that? Are we going to continue to be a living sacrifice? Are we going to continue to be a willing vessel, pouring ourselves out before the Lord for him to fill up what we need to be filled up with in order to do the will of God? Because sometimes, you know, I have thought that if I don't do what God is asking me to do, who would it affect? I know of a um, preacher years ago. He had testified about that the Lord had told him to go and witness to someone. And he kept giving God excuses. God, oh, I don't know exactly what to say. God, I got to go do this. God, oh, this and that, and this and that, such and such and such. Some time went by. He didn't never talk to this person, and that person passed away. That was a soul that soul didn't seem to be so important to the preacher that that soul lost his life and that was an opportunity for that soul to hear the word of God. I'm not trying to be down and doomed. That's, that's not what this message is about. This message is about opening our hearts and our eyes and truly seeing what God sees and what God wants. And even in the ministries that we're involved in, we have, a, we have ministries to minister to the saints of God. We also have a ministry to minister to those on the outside. We have to become a living sacrifice, even when it hurts, even when we don't want to. We have to be a willing sacrifice for God to do a work that he's calling you and me to do. I count it as a privilege that God has called me out of darkness into his marvelous light that I will continue to praise him and, and, and rejoice in the fact that he has saved me, but also I can reach someone else. Saints, be willing, be a willing sacrifice, surrendering unto whatever the Lord is asking you to do. In Jesus' name, thank you. Praise the Lord, amen. How many are a willing sacrifice? Amen, who wants to be a willing sacrifice? I don't see the hands coming up now. Amen. So thankful for the word that Sister Parks has brought us this evening. A uh, being willing to be a sacrifice. We had Sister Kayla kick us off with this message. Uh, Sister Duvall came up and closed us out in prayer. She said uh, she's maybe a little bit uncomfortable with this, but I'm going to put her on the spot. She led us in prayer, and then Sister Parks followed her up with a message. 
that willingness we see right there. The Lord is uh, speaking to them and asking them to do things through the people of God. As Sister Parks was speaking, she talked about how in our lives we become witnesses to others. We just don't know how much what we do witnesses to others. Sister Duvall, opening up that opportunity uh, it means that Sister Kayla is thinking, oh, I'm nervous. But you know what? I'm being used. I'm being used of the Lord in a way the Lord wants to use me. Not what I want to do. You know, when we look at Romans chapter 2, that uh, Romans chapter 12 and uh, verses 1 through 2, that scripture says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. And this same, I think she think saying of the same preacher, uh, the one who uh, said, get, a, uh, get your education and get over it, is the same one that said, he used to say, my daddy said, a living sacrifice. Uh, the only problem with a living sacrifice is when you put him on the altar, he can walk off. So the thing about a living sacrifice is it's living. That's true. But there's a living sacrifice as Sister Parts has brought the message tonight, willing. It's, it's a willing sacrifice that's willing to stay on that altar uh, knowing that there's some fire underneath there, you know. There's going to be some tearing down and some suffering that might have to happen on that altar. Uh, willing to stay on that altar as a living sacrifice and not walk off. So that's definitely challenging. Um, Sister Parks, as you can see, it's very challenging for her to stand up and speak in front of others. Um, but the Lord prepares us through his anointing. Through his anointing. He puts something inside of us that we can speak beyond what we feel and uh, how we think about what's going on. And so definitely appreciate her bringing that message forth during this season, comparing that to Mary and her willingness. Could you imagine that? The God child, you know, that would one day grow up and say, you know, I had to be about my father's business. Teaching parents how to parent, you know? Uh, bringing forth this child that was going to be the savior of the world. And like she said, 12 to 16 years old, and an angel come to you, man, that's scary. She had a right to be fearful. And so what is it that the Lord has brought before you that you're possibly fearful of moving forward? If you stand with me tonight, I want you to take this message to heart. Think about it. What is the Lord asking you to do? What living sacrifice are you becoming? And the main portion of that, are you willing are you willing? I want to open the altar tonight with that message coming forward. If we go before the Lord in prayer, please come forward. Uh, consider this message as you come before the Lord. Allow this area up front here to be that altar of living sacrifice. As you come before the Lord, allow your prayer to be a willingness. A willingness. Yes, the altar is open and it's prepared for us to become that sacrifice, but how willing are we to respond to the things that the Lord, yes, the Lord will use, he'll use someone to connect you with him. Uh, 
you know, as Pastor reached out to Sister Park, she, she probably was thinking, I want to tell him no. As Sister Duvall reached out to Sister Kayla, she probably allowed that to cross her mind briefly. I want to say no. And so the Lord has brought Sister Parks to us tonight to discuss with us uh, a message of a living sacrifice in fear, you know, and, and overcoming that fear by the Lord speaking to someone in her life and saying, hey, you know what, I've got a, I've got a, uh, I've got a calling for you. I have a ministry for you. What will that be for you? Let's go before the Lord in prayer. Altar's open. Please come. Lord, we thank you so much, Lord God. Oh, God, that you're the God that we can trust in. Just as the angel Gabriel said, with God, there is nothing that's impossible. Oh, God, you spoke this same word, Lord, thousands of years before. Oh, God, when there was one that was bearing, barren at that time. Lord, later on in age, and, and Lord, didn't expect that the promise would come. Oh, God, but there's one, there's a person in here, even tonight, that's been in prayer, oh, God, before you, has been in, in travail before you, oh, Lord, God, not knowing, oh, Lord, what the next thing will be in life, oh, God. Oh, God, not only in ministry, but in their household, oh, God, amongst their children, oh, God, amongst their finances, Lord, God. Oh, God, amongst uh, whatever it is that they would be doing next on their jobs, oh, Lord. Oh, God, and they prayed prayers and they fasted. Oh, God, and shouted out and called out the name of Jesus. Oh, God, and they stand before you, oh, Lord, a living sacrifice even tonight, Lord Jesus. And through that sacrifice, just as the angel Gabriel said to Mary, oh, God, you're speaking to their hearts tonight to tell them, fear not. Fear not, for I am with you. Fear not, trust in me. Fear not, I'm going to guide your steps. Oh God, begin to speak to that individual right now to let them know that no matter what we're going through, oh God, you're there with us. Your grace and your mercy, it goes out before us. We're a royal priesthood. We're a holy nation, oh Lord God. We've been called out, called out people away from this world. And as your word says, oh Lord God, you beseech us, oh God, brethren, by the mercies of God, that we present our bodies, oh God, and there are several that are presenting themselves even now before you, living sacrifice, living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God. Oh God, we're not holy and acceptable before the world. We're not trying to get the world to accept the way that we are. Oh God, but we're called out people. We're called out, oh Lord, before you. Living, holy, acceptable before you. That's our reasonable service. To be not conformed to this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Renew minds right now. Renew minds, oh Lord God. Touch hearts tonight. We magnify you, oh God. Oh God, you are the anointed one in our lives. Just like you were in Mary, oh God. We need the Spirit of God to overshadow your church. Overshadow us now, Lord God. Overshadow us. Fill us full of the Holy Ghost. Oh God, work through us right now, Lord God. Oh God, work on a mind that's in fear. One that's anxious right now. One that's depressed in this season, oh God. Oh God, let a new season come in their lives. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, saints, reach out to God.
Call on him for what you need in your lives, even now. Oh, God, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. It's, it's, this is a message that possibly would touch one, would touch one that's maybe anxious, depressed, or in fear. But for the one that seems like everything is going all right, you may not feel like you need anything from the Lord. I'm asking you even, reach out now. Reach out now. Reach out. He's a God that we can depend on. He's stopping an accident right now. He's stopping an accident from happening. He's, he's bailing your child out right now in the mighty name of Jesus. He's preparing a deliverance for you even now. He, he's supporting a promise that he told you he was going to give you. Yes, things may be going great right now, but still reach out to an all-knowing, all-powerful, everywhere at one time God that you can trust in. I know I have to reach out to him, even when things seem to be going great. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. Reach out to him. Get real with God. Get real with him right now. When I'm, when I'm leading folks in prayer in the altar, I tell them, get real with him. Get real. Open up to him. Share something with him. Leave it here. Don't leave the building with it. Open up to God. What is it that you need tonight? Be a willing sacrifice. Be a willing sacrifice. Holy and acceptable. Enter in into the courtyard of God right now. Enter in into the house, into the tabernacle. That brazen altar is large and standing before you. You may need a time of repentance and say, Lord, I want to leave it right here at the altar. I want to leave it right here, God. Oh, God, search me. Know my heart. Cleanse me, oh, Lord God. See if there's any way in me that's not like you. I want to leave it right here, oh, God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, God, allow me to be washed. Allow me to be washed in that holy labor, oh, God. Oh, God, before I enter in into that holy of holies, that place where I can lift up the name of Jesus, Cleanse us, oh Lord God. Cleanse us clean. Oh God, I'm willing. I'm willing. I'm willing to be a sacrifice. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. Lift up the name of Jesus. Lift up your voices. Lift your hands before heaven. Hallelujah. 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 Want to give you an opportunity. Lift up your voices. Hallelujah. 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 Glory God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You're mighty in our lives, oh God. I glorify you, Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Appreciate each and every one of you coming out to the service this evening. What a wonderful time we've had in the presence of the Lord. He's worthy of all our praise. He's worthy to be lifted up. We magnify the Lord tonight. He's worthy. We're not in this uh, for ourselves. Amen. When we become a willing sacrifice, we're better able to reach a lost world. 
Amen. I'm definitely thankful for, for what Mary did. Amen. Without her willingness, uh, we wouldn't have a way out. The first Adam didn't do it. In our, in our flesh, and our naturalness, we're not able. But through the Spirit of God working inside of us and our willingness for him to, to do that through us, uh, we're able to make it. I'm going to give you an opportunity tonight at this point. Uh, I've given the announcements. Definitely want to uh, give an opportunity to give. The, the ministries of this church, you know, I'm amazed uh, by what we do. Uh, not just in our finances, but the way that this church reaches out to the community. The simple things, you know, you may not feel that what you're doing is making that much of a difference. Uh, there are ministries within this church, even our media ministries that, um, Sister Fowler, at times you're taking a photo or doing a video and it's being posted. <laughs> I had a, um, a guy that's on a ministry team at another church. He was like, man, if I wasn't already in a church, I would go to your church. Just based on the videos and the pictures that are posted uh, of what you all do. And, and so, you know, what is that? That's reaching people. That's reaching people. And it's essentially reaching people with the gospel message. Because you know, once they go on that site, they're going to want to know a little bit more. And... Uh, once they go to our live page, and then they will want to hear a message. You know? And so what you do is not small. So I want to remind you of the announcements. Um, we want to continue to pray uh, for all those families. This is a holiday season. Many people are traveling. Pastor and First Lady are out. We want to continue to pray for them. We want to continue to pray for our pastoral staff that are out. All of our church members. All of uh, the folks that have visited here at Life, we want uh, each and every one of them to uh, be protected and safe in return. And meanwhile, we, uh, we want to go before the Lord in prayer. Remember our service on Sunday, uh, 9.30, that is December the 24th, 9.30 service, no 11 o'clock, and then that following Tuesday, no service. And then our New Year's Eve uh, service, 9 30, 11, and for those, that, those military folks, 2300 or 11 p.m. Let us stand and go before the Lord in prayer. This time you can bring your tithe and offering. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for the many blessings. We thank you for the word that has come forth tonight. Lord, for us to have a willingness in our sacrifice. And Lord, we bring that same message before you, Lord, as we begin to consider the tithe and offering. In your word, as it speaks about giving, Lord, you speak of us giving with a willing heart and not grudgingly, O oh Lord God. O oh God, and we think of all that you do in the kingdom, O oh Lord God. We think of how we can be the hands and the feet of this gospel message taking it to those that are in need, and none, O oh Lord, being left behind from this salvation message. 
and responding there accordingly. Bless this offering, bless the tithe, bless those that are here. Protect us and keep us until we return. We ask it in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name we pray. Please come, give in the offering. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Connect with someone. We'll say, shake hands. Probably want to elbow in this season. Uh, <laughs>